0: Welcome to the Life & Path podcast. We are gonna work through and unpack a lot of the crap that stops you from getting the things that you want in life. And today we are working on letting go of control. Now, this is something that I am personally working on really hard, so let's get into it. Let's talk about the ways that control can come up for you. So it might come up when there's a change at work. It could come up when you have to go to a new situation and there are people that you can't control. It could come up, like for me, with a relative that has needs that are beyond my control. When those things come up, we have to go through a process of noticing them and moving that energy into other things in our lives. So you might say to yourself, why would I worry about control? Well, control could present itself in anxiety when you can't control a situation inevitably. It could present as an inability to sleep at night because you're worried about how to take control of a situation for someone else or of something that's out of your control. It could lead to a lot of excess worrying and it could prevent you from doing the things with your energy that you wanna do in your life. So this is what control looks like for me right now in my life. So I have this family member that always seems to come into my life and cause a tornado. I upend everything in my life when they have a crisis and I try to help and I step away from work and I uh, toil about it and I bring in my husband and I try to figure it out for them. I try to help them because I recognize that they may not be capable of doing it themselves. But that's not true. That's what I tell myself because I want them, as I've been working this through with my therapist, I want them to succeed and feel good the way that I do. I want for them all the good things I know that they could be experiencing in their life. But that's not mine. That's not mine to control. That's not my life. It is theirs. And so I know the pull that that can have when it's someone that you love, when it's a family member, and maybe the only way you ever got love from them was getting swooped up and chewed up in their tornado. That's heavy, right? But as I work through this, I realize that that that's not coming right? That unconditional love from that person is not, it's, it's not there in the way that I need it. And so I have to do two things. I have to look for the love I need and build the love I need with friends and other family. And I have to stop looking for it in a place where it it isn't And the second thing is that I have to look at how my need for control shows up, how it impacts my life. And so I've started looking at and just noticing in a non-judgmental way, so I just notice when I feel the need to jump in and control things. And it's not a quick process. I've become quite successful jumping in and controlling things, seeing where there are gaps, fixing things for people, being the one that would step in and mediate. I have a lot of skills from growing up that way, but when I'm using them and they're not serving me when I'm trying to control someone and they, A, they don't need me to, and B, they aren't gonna do anything with the precious energy that I'm giving them, then I have to step back. And this need for control comes from a need for safety, right? When you controlled what you could control when you were young, it protected you because your life may have felt out of control or maybe you went through some trauma where things felt completely out of your control. And your brain went, now I'm going to be damn sure that I have control over everything around me. I am going to keep myself safe. And this can show up in other ways. Like it's not just a family member that you might be having some trouble with. It could be change at work, right? Someone comes in from left field that an unknown for you. And that feels extra scary. It feels like unsafe in a way that you don't understand and it all goes back to that same need for control and so what we have to tell ourselves and what i'm working to tell myself and this is this is not a quick thing right it's a it's a process of noticing when we're trying to control and then changing the narrative as it comes up and so what we have to work on with ourselves is when that comes up Notice the need for control and don't judge it. You're not a bad human being. You're not completely off the rails. You have survival instincts. Notice it and then talk to yourself. Tell yourself, I am safe. I have what I need. I have family. I have friends that love me. No matter what happens, I am going to be okay. This person is not responsible for my entire life. And therefore, if they do something that doesn't feel good to me, I am still safe. I can walk away. I have power. I have agency. I can move on. So if you have, for example, a new boss, that's making you feel out of control and you want to control the situation, right? It's the exact opposite thing that you need to do in those situations. You need to turn that energy outward, and I don't mean in a controlling way. You're going to look where only you can look, and that's within you for unmet needs, for things that you want to do. Maybe that's the time where you start your side hustle you've always wanted to start. Maybe you update your resume and you really call out with audacity the skills that you have. Maybe you go on informational interviews where you're just going to get some information but you're not really looking to get a new job. Maybe you go on real interviews. You find out the people that want your skills. Suddenly you start to feel like you have more choices. You don't have to move on but suddenly you feel like you really can and that you have choice. And if you wanna stay in that relationship, in that job, it's, it's because you choose to, and you have that choice. So for me, my choice, going back to that family member, is to help them very specifically with the thing that they ask for, and not to ruminate on all of the other problems they have going on in their life, not to pull at the string, so to speak, of everything else I see, But for example, if they ask for help with a dinner, I'm going to bring them a rotisserie chicken and something healthy. And that's, that's it. And that might not work for you, right? You may need to be totally cut off from that family member. And I've said it before, and, and that's okay. But if you're looking for something where you're controlling less, but want to contribute, that could be a way. So I want to wrap this up really nicely for you. If there is someone in your life, or something in your life and you are getting wrapped up in the drama around it. Maybe it's a change at work and everybody's wrapped up in the swirl about what could happen. Or it's that family member that just gets you wrapped up in the drama of their life and you see clearly all of the ways that their life could be fixed, but you know you aren't gonna be able to impact that. I want you to take the energy of either of those situations and apply them to things that you want, things that are going on in your heart. Take it as an opportunity to say, what do I need here? Is it love? Is it more security? Then take a step toward that. If it's a side hustle so that you don't always have to feel like you are a slave to your nine to five, take a step toward it. Give yourself some time toward it. If it's love, unconditional love from that person that you needed it from, Reach out to a friend, make new friends, reach out to your spouse, not about them, not about their situation. We're not going to give a bunch of lip service to that. We're not going to give energy to it. Talk about your need, your unmet need. Let's start meeting your needs. I hope this helps. I am so excited for you. If you found this helpful, I would love for you to subscribe. Let's take this journey together and I will share with you along the way. Just as a disclaimer, this is not a substitution for medical advice. I am not a doctor. I absolutely recommend a professional therapist if there are things that you are trying to work through. And with that, I am so excited to see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Life & Path podcast. You have an awesome day. So this is what control looks like for me right now. Something happened to a family member of mine where I always feel like I have to come in, swoop in, pick up the pieces, fix everything, plan everything, make sure the meal is ready, and do all of those things, right? But I'm miserable doing all of that. I'm resentful doing all of that. And I was talking this through with my therapist and they're like, that's not your responsibility. Um, It's the same thing that my husband said, that's not your responsibility. And you know, I got mad at my husband when he said that. He said, that's not your responsibility to clean that up. That's on them. And I felt so strongly that it was my responsibility that that was something that I had to do because it is something that's been ingrained in me since childhood, that I felt a loss of control. So I wanna unpack that a little bit with you Control is one of those things that keeps us safe when we are really out of control, when we're going through something when we're really young and maybe our caregivers aren't doing the best job, when we're going through a traumatic experience. That control gives us a feeling that we're safe and it sometimes does protect us. So it has a purpose. But when that purpose gets derailed and starts ruining other parts of your life, and by ruining I mean You get sent into a tailspin. I, when I am triggered and feel I need to control things, I upend my whole life. I change all my plans to be around someone or something that I need to control out of a fear of not being safe if that thing isn't controlled. That's no way to live. Then I resent that person then I resent having to do that thing instead of just letting it go. And it might be painful. I think part of letting go of control is to say, that person may not be okay, but I can't control that. They have a lot of control in their life that they're not using because I'm over here controlling my life, building a life and then wanting to upend my life to help them get more control over theirs. And it doesn't work that way. So think of a time for you when you have really felt the need to control a situation and you weren't really able to impact it. That person that you care about did their own thing anyway and left you disappointed and exhausted. And now that you have that situation in your head, how many more times are there that this has happened? How many times have you gotten swirled into their chaos tornado and got spat out and there was nothing that all of the effort you provided did? Or maybe it was tricky. Maybe you did get a signal that the help you provided was actually helping. Maybe they, uh, maybe they, maybe after you talked to them, they said they'd go to an AA meeting. Maybe they said they'd eat a little bit better and they were interested in that. Maybe there was some other signaling to you that what you were doing, your effort, you breaking down your life was helping them. But that's the hook, right? That's the hook that keeps you continuing to go back and trying to fix this because you're getting this validating feedback that because you're there heroically giving up your life that you're helping. But if you take a look at it, if you zoom out, if this is something that's a problem for you, you know it's not helping. Like that person is still drinking That person is still not taking care of the things in their life that they need to take care of. Maybe you made a little incremental success. Maybe you got a little incremental success with them, but it wasn't worth you destroying your day, having to rearrange your schedule, get rid of your self-care because you were too engrossed in the thing that they needed, feel bad about your needs, feel bad about the thing that you needed because they need something that's so much more grave in the moment than the thing that you need. That's why it's so tricky. And I get it. It is so complicated, especially if it's a family member, a parent, a brother, a sister, someone that you care about immensely. And maybe you grew up in that pattern with them. Maybe that's how you got love from them was being attentive to their needs. And I want to tell you to turn that back on yourself. The reason it's so hard and it's so confusing is you're you are not in their head. You can only go by what you've seen. And what you've seen, what I've seen, is that in spite of all of my efforts and all of the pain that I've really applied to myself that I have felt myself for this person. It's the changes are marginal, the changes are tiny, and the setbacks are large. And I don't have control over that. And you don't have control over that. And so we have to check in with ourselves. I have to check in with myself. You have to check in with yourself because that's the information you want, not the information you're gonna get from that person because you're not getting correct information. They promised you, they may have intentions of doing things, but intentions don't build relationships, action does. And so I say to you, let's start turning some of that energy toward yourself. I say to me, start turning some of that energy toward myself. Look for information within yourself. What are you getting out of this? What needs of yours can you meet? So ask yourself, what unmet needs do I have? Well, it might be an unmet need for love from this person. Well, who in my family, who in my friend circle can I lean into? Where can I get that love from healthy places, from non-destructive places? And I think what gets tricky for me in all of the self-help things you hear is that you, you need to completely cut people out of your life that don't fit within your life. And I am all for that. If that is what works for you and that is what you are led toward, good on you. Because I would not want to spend any more time than I need to with folks that are unhealthy and take me away from my dreams and don't care about the things that matter in my life. But for me, it's been more complicated than that. I, having family members, I, I, I need, but for me, it's been more complicated than that. It's not a cut and dry cut out. It's a mostly I've been able to cut things out and remain at a distance. But there's still a need I have to be involved with this person for better or worse and it's still something i'm working through but i've chosen through working with my therapist to be involved with the minimal amount of help that this person needs what do i mean by that well when they're reaching out and the tornado comes and When they're reaching out and the tornado comes, and you know what that feels like, you know the signals, you know how your body feels. I'm not going to get involved in that tornado. It's not mine. And I feel this sense of a welling need to control it. I can't control it. As hard as it is, I have to let the tornado pass. And one of the things I've started doing is saying, ask me for what you need. Let me know what you need. And you might say to yourself, well, that person's not going to be able to tell me what they need. That's part of their problem. So they need to ask you for what they need. It's been a long time of you trying to anticipate their needs. It's not that you haven't done that. It's that you're at a place where you don't know what to do anymore, where this is unsustainable and you recognize it as as a continued pattern